Let's stand, if you would please, and we'll read Psalm 103, just the first 14 verses. The Bible says here, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Praise God. Somebody say praise God. Amen. Bless the Lord, verse number two, O my soul. He repeats it. Remember a, a repeat in the scripture, what he means. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagle. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as heavens is high above the earth, so great, praise God. God is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, he hath removed our transgressions from us. Like a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, and he remembereth that we are but dust. Father, this morning, we love you. We love your word. I pray, Father, that you'd help us to offer our praise as we preach through this psalm of praise. Lord, just give us a heart of rejoicing. Encourage those who are discouraged. Lift up those who are down. And Lord, help us to just preach your word in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. We've read this morning a psalm of praise. Probably the greatest monarch to ever sit on the throne was the monarch called David. This man had a heart for God. You see, God raised up a nation the greatest nation that's ever been is not the United States. It is the nation of Israel. And they brought us forth a Savior. But God raised this nation up. And he raised up a great man to rule over this nation. This man had a heart of praise. I would love to see a man in the White House with a heart of praise. I'd love to see a leader in this country who had a heart, who was a man after God's own heart. Not playing a political game, but a man who is truly after the heart of God. David loved his people, and in turn, the people loved David. But the secret of David's life was not his love for the nation. It wasn't his love for their love for him. It wasn't his love for anything else but his love for God. David had a love for God. Oh, this morning, I wish our church just had a corporately, I wish we just had a wonderful love for God. If you have that this morning, you wanted to come to church and praise him and worship him for what he's done. David was one of those type people who can just do anything. He could go out on a farm. He could just be a farm boy. It was okay with him if that's what God wanted him to do. David could be a mighty soldier on the battlefield. Uh, David could conduct himself royally when he needed to. But David was a man who didn't let all that go to his head. Praise God. He knew who he was. Listen to me carefully. David knew who he was and he knew all of his character, all of his attributes, everything about him came from God. And he says, when he opens up the psalm here, bless the Lord, O my soul. 
Oh, listen, everything we have internally, externally, physically, spiritually is because the Lord has blessed us with it. Somebody say amen. amen. Yes, sir. It was the Lord who gave him his abilities. It was the Lord who lifted him from the sheepfolds. It was the Lord who put him on the throne. It was the Lord that caused him to break out in praise in Psalm 103 and just say, bless the Lord. I tell you, my heart is full this morning. I just want to break out in praise and say, bless the Lord, oh my soul. God has been so good to me. It, listen, has God been a blessing to you? Is it a blessing to be saved? Is it a blessing to have hope for eternity? Is it a blessing to, to just know the Lord Jesus Christ? Uh, has God been a blessing to you? Why don't we be a blessing to him? Amen. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Have we ever thought about being a blessing to God? Listen to me carefully. God gives us what we don't deserve. Why don't we give him what he does deserve? Oh, he deserves our praise. It was Paul who said in Ephesians chapter 1, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. I tell you, if you ever get it right with God, if you ever get a heart of gratitude, if you ever know the Lord Jesus Christ and have your sins gone, you can stand with me this morning and say, Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Amen. Praise God. Like David here, we should know the source of our favor. God has protected us. He's provided for us. He's given us provision and promotion. He's given us the pureness of his love. We ought to give him back some worship. We ought to give him back some praise. We ought to give him back our body, which the Bible says to dedicate your body to the Lord, which is your reasonable service. God's not asking anything unreasonable this morning for us to dedicate our body and our soul and our spirit and mind, emotions and strength back to him. Oh, listen, he deserves my dedication, my faithfulness. He deserves my finances, amen. We ought to bless his name. We ought to come to the house of God this morning in appreciation. I hope as you drove to church, you're just appreciative, amen. Appreciative of the rain, appreciative of what God's done for you. We ought to have a heart of praise. Listen to me, I know that praise is personal. Praise is personal. The most I can ever praise is when I'm alone. The best praise I can ever offer God is when I'm not worried about what anybody else thinks of me. Somebody say amen. Amen. But I tell you what, God wants us to get together and assemble ourselves and when we corporately come together and offer him some praise, I tell you what, the Spirit of God is pleased with that. So this morning, don't just offer him some personal praise, uh, offer him some public praise. Yes, sir, praise God. He's given me everything. Uh, how could I not give him back some things? Amen. Have you praised the Lord this morning? He says this, the next phrase, he says, bless the Lord. But he says, oh, my soul. Do you realize when David said that, that he's talking to his soul? You ever talk to your soul? Now, I talk to myself, but I don't know that I've ever addressed my soul before. And David said, bless the Lord, O oh my soul. What is the soul, and how could David understand how to address a different part of his body? The soul, the human person, is body, soul, and spirit. 
Those things are hard to divide. The Bible says that the, that the word of God can divide those things. But the soul is the seat of emotions. The soul is the heart. And David is speaking to his own heart and saying, Bless the Lord, O my soul. And he's saying, no matter soul, what, no matter what emotions you are facing, it may be grief that you're facing this morning. Your soul may have, have already experienced anger this morning, or happiness, or joy. Your soul may have experienced many emotions this morning, but David is saying to his soul, no matter what you're going through, praise the Lord. No matter what mood you're in, no matter what spirit you've encountered, bless the Lord, oh my soul. From the look of some of y'all's faces, you need to speak to your soul, praise God. Amen. Hey, God, help us. Oh, listen, life is going to be full of those emotions and the heart is going to latch on to those emotions. But God, help us to bless the Lord no matter what's going on in our life. David knows here that praise is a heart issue. Praise is a heart issue. David was a man after God's heart, not his head. We got a lot of men in the pulpit today who are after God's head. They think they get smart, you know. They talk about creation and all these things that are just over my head. Let me tell you something. David, David didn't worry about creation. He didn't worry about the formula for nuclear fusion that created the sun. He didn't worry about the formula that flung the stars into space. He didn't worry about the intellect of God. He said, I want God's heart. You know what's in God's heart? Love, kindness, forgiveness, mercy, tenderness. Hey, I want to be a man after God's own heart. Thank God. So no matter what mood we're in, let's speak to our heart. The Bible says that praise is from the heart. And David tries to get his soul away. David's saying, soul, don't you focus on the negative things. Don't you focus on the disappointment and the grief and the sorrow. Soul, don't you focus on those things. Soul, I want you to transition away from those things and look to the Lord and say, bless his name. Oh, thank God for the, this psalm of David. The Bible says, he's not only saying, David is not only saying to his soul, transition away from those depressing things and negative things and bless the Lord. He's saying transition away from sin. There cannot be sin in your life in perfect praise. Somebody say amen. amen. The Bible says glory not and lie not against the truth. If there's sin in your life, hey, get rid of that sin and you'll have something to praise God for. Get rid of that sin and you'll have something to bless God for. Oh, God, help us to rid our lives that would be displeasing to any, that, that would be displeasing of anything that, to him. He said in Psalm 149, let the high praise of God be in their mouth and a sharp two-edged sword in their hand. Then look at verse number two. I got to hurry. He says this, bless the Lord, O my soul. Again, he repeats it, but he says, forget not all of his benefits. Let me tell you something. Don't forget what God's done for you. 
don't forget what he's loaded. The Bible says he's daily loaded us with benefits. Oh, listen, I don't want to forget what the Lord did for me when I got saved. I mean, sin went out and Jesus came in. Hell went out and heaven came in. I'm glad to report to you this morning, I'm saved by the grace of God and it's a blessing. I want to be a blessing to him. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Let me tell you something. You go and search for a job, a lot of people will tell you, don't worry about the money, get them benefits. Huh? I mean, boy, you need good health insurance, you need good eye insurance, make sure you get good dental insurance, make sure you get a retirement. Them benefits mean more than the money. I'm trying to preach too fast. Them benefits mean more than the money. Let me tell you something. You can have good insurance, but it won't give you good health. Only God can give you good health. Hey, you can have good eye insurance, but only God can let you see. You can have good dental insurance, but only God can bless your teeth. Amen. Yes, sir. Listen, let's not forget that it's God who gives. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. The best retirement plan you'll ever find is God's. It's an eternal retirement plan. Oh, listen. Let me say something. I want to slow down right here. Today's praise is connected to yesterday's blessings. Today, David said, where are you at, preacher? I'm in the Bible. Forget not all of his benefits. Today's praise is connected to yesterday's benefits and blessings. Let's not forget that. Listen, don't let the world tell you, you you got where you are because of your education. Don't let the world tell you you got where you are because of your intellect. Don't let the world tell you you got where you are because you're an American. Amen? Hey, you got where you are because God blessed you. And God loaded you with benefits this morning. Praise his holy name. If you think you got it on your own volition, you're proud, dear friend. And God never blesses the proud. He says this, verse number three. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities. Praise God, my sins are gone. I like that old song that says, you ask me why I'm happy, and I'll just tell you why, because my sins are gone. Praise God. That's why I'm happy. But then he says this, who healeth all thy diseases. I don't want to forget when God healed me. He said, don't you forget. Hey, you remember last year, about this time, about August, I busted a disc in my neck. I was headed for surgery just as sure. Amen. As a mule laying in the Kentucky Derby, that's how, that's how quick I, hey, you know what? God blessed me. I didn't have to have my throat cut. He healeth all. Hey, let me tell you something I want to praise God for. When I got down beside of those, my children's bedside, when they were running a fever, 103, 104, and God blessed me to see today three healthy children. I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to forget his benefits. The Bible says he forgives all thine iniquities. He healeth all thy diseases. Praise God. I'm telling you, today's praise is tied to yesterday's blessings. Let me tell you another blessing 
rising from yesterday. Jesus Christ died on the cross of Calvary 2,000 years ago because he had you in mind and he had me in mind. And I'm going to tell you something. Today's praise is tied to yesterday's blessings. Praise God. Then he says this, who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. You know something? Serving God's not all negative. There's a lot of people that think it's you, you just got to walk around so ho-hum, never enjoy nothing. Good Lord, have mercy. Smile a little bit and enjoy life. Praise God. Hey, forget not all of his benefits. Bless his name. His benefits, I'm living in a free country. Bless his name. I'm living in a wealthy nation. Bless his name. You know, you can have a free country without, without having a wealthy nation. We got both. I say bless his name. Amen. I say bless his name for the food that we got. I say bless his name for the clothing on our back. Praise God. Amen. Lisa laid out my tie with my suit this morning. I think I look pretty good in a cheap suit, don't you? Amen. I say bless his name. Bless his name. Amen. You know who put these clothes on my back? God did. Amen. Bless his name for the clothing I wear. Bless his name for a home church where I could come and people are happy and people are encouraged. And if I needed help this morning, praise God, I'd get some help right here in the house of God. If I needed a tater and you had one in the pantry, I'd get your tater. Amen. Yes, sir. You can't beat that. Hey, bless his name. Praise God. I've got a good wife. Amen. Bless his name. My mother-in-law's here. She's a good one. Bless his name. <laughs> Amen. Hey, that's something to praise God for. I've got a little old Chevrolet pickup sitting out here. It got me to work. Our church, bless his name. Amen. <laughs> Some of you Ford people can praise God a little bit too. <laughs> bless his name. Oh, I've got a lot to bless him for. I've got some friends. I've got some cows in the barn. Bless his name. Oh, Listen. I've got some chickens up there. Bless his name. Hey, you say, but preacher, you've got an old poor Russell County farm and these briars on it. Bless his name. These rocks on that place. Bless his name. Hey, you can't even get a tractor over your property, preacher. Bless his name. Amen. If I needed breakfast this morning, I'd go up there and squeeze one of them old chickens. And amen. I always wonder... I always wonder what Adam and Eve thought. I mean, can you imagine Adam and Eve looking at a chicken and Adam looks at Eve and says, I, I think I'm going to eat the first thing that comes out of that chicken's butt. <laughs> hey, what are you saying, preacher? If you can't praise God in the simple things, you can't praise him for the, for the big things. Amen. He says, who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Hey, don't let me forget the time. Hey, God, don't you let me forget the time that you stalled me and I got angry when I was driving and you kept me from an automobile accident that would have killed me. We've all been there. God, don't you let me forget the time I was checking fence and rode the four-wheeler down that trail and just a few minutes later, an ash tree would have killed me if it just, just a few minutes later... Who, you say, preacher, are you in the Bible? Verse 4, who redeemeth thy life from destruction. 
Don't let me forget the time that Lisa was pregnant with Andrew. Boy, we was waiting on that bundle of joy, and she's pulled up at a red light in Johnson City, and a guy didn't see that red light, and he was going to hit Lisa, and at the last instant, he made a decision to hit the car beside of her. That was God. Let me bless his name uh, that my wife drove home that day with our son still intact in her stomach. Bless his name. Oh, bless his... I'm about to have me a running fit, praise God. I know, listen to me, (laughs) glory to God, I know where my blessings come from. I know where my strength comes from. I know where I'll be this morning in Chilhowee giving God the glory for what he's done for me. Woo, glory. He says, who redeemeth my life from destruction? Somebody said, I don't want to be a Christian because all the things that you can't do. Boy, that'll kill a service, won't it? (laughs) One man said this. He said, I don't want to be a Christian because everything I I like is either immoral to my soul, injurious to my health, or inimical to my life. Let me tell you something. Don't you forget I said this. God's blessings outweigh his bannings. Let me say that in three different ways. God's protection outweighs his prohibitions. Think about that now. Well, I'm going to preach right there for just a minute. God's blessings outweigh his bannings. God's protection outweighs his prohibitions. God's rewards outweigh his restrictions. Let me just illustrate that. (laughs) I praise God. I praise God for every hangover I didn't have. Glory! I praise God for every needle track that's not on my arm. I praise God for every time he kept me from another woman's arms so I wouldn't break the heart of my precious wife. Somebody say amen. God's rewards outweigh his restrictions. I'm getting my breath or I'm going to bust. Man, what did I give up? I gave up my sin. I gave up a ticket to hell. I gave, what did I give up? I gave everything to Jesus, and boy, I didn't realize what I was getting in return. Praise God. I gave up the consequences of that sin. I buried a 93-year-old man several years ago, preached his funeral, and he looked at me and he said, George, I've been a Christian most all my life. And he said, if I had life to live over, I'd live the Christian life. You know why? Because he discovered the blessings of being a Christian. He discovered the blessings of knowing God. He discovered the blessings of having his iniquities forgiven and enjoying the benefits of God. God help us this morning to have the praise. He says this, I've got to hurry. He says, crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Serving God's not a negative thing. You can find strength in the time of trouble. You can find joy in the midst of pain. You can find comfort in the time of sorrow. You can find tender mercies when you failed. We're all going to fail. Somebody say amen. Don't get quiet on me. All going to fail. Look at verse 5. Who satisfieth thy mouth with good things. 
so that thy strength is renewed like the eagles. Satisfy thy mouth with good things. I get up in the morning and I smell bacon fried. I get up in the morning and I can smell that dark magic Keurig coffee. Lord have mercy. Oh, son. I get up in the morning and, and I could smell them fresh eggs out of the barn, right hot out of that chicken's butt. Amen. <laughs> you say, preacher, you need to get in the Bible. I'm in the Bible. Amen. He satisfieth thy mouth with good things. Speaking of chicken, let me tell you something. I go down to the, I didn't told you this, but I'll tell you it again. I go down to the Valero and I get me some of them chicken livers. Amen. Hot and crispy. You know what he's doing? He's giving me a doctor enough to wash it down with and a payday bar to finish it off with. Hey, I say bless the Lord, oh my soul. Amen. Yes, sir. And then every once in a while, he satisfies my mouth with some good things. Somebody will slip me a little uh, a gift certificate to the Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> Praise God. And I go, listen, I get me one of them big porterhouses. Uh, oh, and a big glass of, I'm getting hungry. I wish that preacher would shut up, don't you? <laughs> I get me a big glass of tea. I'm telling you, I know the source of my blessing. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. But let me tell you this. I always bow my head. I don't care if I'm on the boat dock in a tank top. In a pair of swimming trunks, I bow my head and thank the Lord for my food. I don't care if I'm in the Texas Roadhouse. I don't care if I'm in the Bonanza. I, I don't care. I'm going to bow my head. And you know what I've had happen? Had it happen last Sunday. I went up here on the mountain at a little railroad cafe, bowed my head and thanked God for all of our food. Somebody bought my dinner. I've had it to happen from church people. I've had it happen from strangers. Somebody come by and say, I appreciate you bowing your head and thanking God for your food. I'm going to buy your dinner. I say, praise God. <laughs> hey, don't forget the benefits. What are you saying, preacher? Don't forget what God's done for you. Oh, my goodness. Whew, that's good stuff right there, praise God. Then he says this. He says, he satisfies your mouth with good things so that your strength is renewed like the eagles. Now, let me tell you something. Good food will make you feel better. I'm talking physically now. I ain't talking spiritually. Good food will make you feel better. I mean, last Sunday, I went up there on the mountain. I ate me. Listen, I had soup, beans, green beans, corn, bread, meatloaf. Man, after, after, I mean, we worked on a jackhammer out here on the church for three days. We worked under the church plumbing for three days. I was wore out. I preached that morning, and I was wore out, and I went up there, and by the time I had some soup, beans, and cornbread, my strength was renewed. Amen. I'm in the Word of God. He says he satisfies your mouth with good things so that your strength is renewed. I came back to Elk Garden. And, and, and Appalachian Trail runs right through there, you know. And I was sitting there in the truck, and my belly was full, and I started getting sleepy and nodding off. And I thought, I, you know what? I've got a hammock. I keep a hammock behind the seat of my truck. You could tell a lazy man. He keeps a hammock behind the seat of his truck. 
And I was in, I had my shirt and tie on, dress shoes. I st- and, and I took that old hammock and out on the Appalachian Trail I went. I stretched that thing right quick between two trees. And I was taking my Sunday afternoon nap. I heard something crunching through the leaves and I peeked out of my hammock and there stood a guy with a beard about this big. He'd been hiking on the Appalachian Trail. He'd done been to Maine. He was going back to Georgia. And he looked at me and he said, buddy, are you a through hiker? I just pulled the hammock down, showed him my shirt and tie and shoes. I said, do I look like a through hiker to you, pal? I mean, man. Hey, what are you saying, preacher? I'm in the word of God. My strength was renewed like the eagle's. Don't you ever tell me the Christian life is boring, dull, or mundane. I'm enjoying it. Praise God. I am enjoying the Christian life. Now, let's, i got to close the message right here. We'll close on verse 6 and then one more verse. He said, the Lord executeth righteousness, verse 6, and judgment for all that are oppressed. Now, I'm going to get a little negative. I've been pretty positive so far, but I'm going to get a little, ne- little negative. There's a word in this verse that I hate. And y'all know by my leadership that I hate this, this word. And it's the word oppressed. Let me look up here at me. I hate oppression. I hate oppression. Let me define it for you. Here's what the, the uh, synonyms for the word oppression. Abuse. To mistreat. Tyrannize. Repress. Suppress, subjugate, subdue, exploit, to hold down, to keep down, to grind down, to ride roughshod over. I can't stand that characteristic in a person. That characteristic in a person is of the devil. And he says this, but here's the beauty of the verse. He says he'll execute judgment over the oppressor. Is somebody oppressing you? Somebody telling you you can't do something? I'm going to tell you, you can do all things through Christ. I, my kids were raised. to say, I told my kids, you can do anything you want to do, praise God. Hey, I've, been, I've had people to oppress me. You can't do that. No, I can't, but I know one who can do it through me. I've had people say, well, you can't pastor a church an hour away and it do any good. Well, praise God, I'd like to wring them by the neck now. Amen. Hey, I've had people say, you can't, you can't build a house and, and work a job. And hey, well, I've got a home I live in because me and Lisa worked our butts off for a year to build a house. Amen. I can do all things. Don't discourage me. If you tell me I can't do something, me and Jesus going to get busy. Hey, don't let, don't let the oppressor keep you down. There'll be people on the job. Oh, listen. There'll be people on the job that'll try to make you look bad because it makes them look good. Hey, you just keep living for God. You just keep, hey, you just keep knowing that the Bible says God will take care of that oppressor. It's what he says, the word of God. I'm in the word of God. Verse number six, the Lord executeth righteous judgment over the oppressor. There's a lot of people I'd like to go back and get them and say, you said I couldn't do this. But look what God did. Bless his name. 
Bless his name, O oh my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Bless his name, O oh my soul. Bless the name of the Lord and all that is within me. I say bless his holy name. I close with this. Here's the invitation. Verse 13 and 14. We didn't read it, but we can. The Bible says, like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, and he remembereth that we are but dust. The last thing I'm going to give you that we ought to praise the Lord for is that God knows who we are. Listen to me. God knows my failures. God knows when I thought that I was Superman. I thought I could do it. I thought old George had the ability and the Lord let me fall flat on my face. You know why? Because Jesus said, without me, ye can do nothing. And the Lord let me fail. And the Lord humbled me and said, big boy, you're trying to do it on your own. You better get right with me. And now I could say, bless the Lord, oh my soul. And forget not all of his benefits. The Lord pities us when we fail. There have been times when we've fallen flat. There have been times when we've sinned. There have been times when we just, just did the wrong thing, said the wrong thing, acted the wrong way. And God says, I know that you're but dust and I'll make allowances for that. I say, bless his name. Amen. When I fail, the world doesn't forgive me. When I fail, that my family doesn't always forgive me. When I fail, my friends sometimes turn their backs on me. But God said this, I know that you're but dust. I say, bless his holy name. That he knows me, and yet he loves me. My goodness. He says this, without me, ye can do nothing. The Bible says all things are possible to him that believeth. Don't you let the oppressor on the job keep you down. I can do all things. All things are possible. Don't let that family member who looked at you because they're jealous of you. Amen. Say, so you can't do that. You're getting, a, you're getting God's will. I guarantee you, you will do it in the will of God. All things are possible to him that believeth. Let's stand. I'm through preaching. Wow. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Do you have a praise this morning? Do you have a song of worship this morning? Did you come to church with a heart filled with rejoicing? Can you offer God some praise now? <laughs> with your head bowed, can you lift your heart? Say, Lord, thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your benefits. Thank you for the blood of Calvary's lamb 
Oh, thank God. Thank you, Lord, for your protection. Thank you, Lord, for your provision. Oh, I feel the Spirit of God. Oh, thank you, Lord, for the pureness of your love. Thank you, Lord, that you knew I'm but dust. Quickly. There'd be one here to say, preacher, I'm not saved. I don't know, Jesus. I don't know how to worship. I don't know how to praise. I don't know what you're talking about, but I want to know. Would you slip up your hand, preacher? I've never come to Christ. Anybody at all? I'm waiting for just a second. And what about you, friend? I've seen many hands go up this morning in worship, and I thank you for that. I thank you for offering him praise. The Bible says he inhabits our praise. He dwells there. I want you to leave this place not just giving him private praise, but giving him public praise. Let's praise him together.